Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Oh my gosh, guys, I want to welcome you back to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. Oh yes, we have a great show for you today. Yes. All right. So before we get started, though, I have to say that we are on the air every Monday through Friday, uh, Eastern Standard Time at 8 p.m. And then we also have an inspirational show for you starting every Sunday now. We've done our first episode. So, and that's by um, that's by a wonderful person, Quenisha, and you will love her. And she airs every Sunday at 8 p.m. I am excited though because today we have something different for you and I'm just I'm just I'm here I'm here to be a witness I'm here to be a listener and I'm definitely here because oh my gosh this is amazing they have started a game too many turtles it saves turtles I just there's multiple people on the show so go ahead and say who you are and what you do please all right I'm Brendan Woodhall uh, I'm in charge of sales and marketing overall uh, business development for the company uh, I'm the one who gets to sell the turtle jokes. I'm Jordan. Uh, I'm in charge of production and fulfillment. I'll be helping out once Brendan wraps up our campaign and we get to production. Well, we got Zoya on the show today. She's our co-pilot and cohort. Uh, you might hear her at some point, but she's being pretty quiet right now. She's an eight-month-old. And we Don't also have uh, Mario, Chris our uh, third partner. He's not able to be with us, but he's in charge of game design and product development. All right. So I want to get into this. You are telling me that this game actually saves turtles. Okay. So let's back up a second. How did you guys come up with this and who did this? So this, that was Jordan and Chris. Um, Jordan talking right now. Uh, Chris and I, CJ, we were working together all three of us managed to get into the same machine shop at about the same time. And we got bored at work because it was just kind of a push button job. We really didn't have a whole lot of brain power required. And we got to, to thinking, well, there's so many of these video games out there that we love to, to play, but it's hard to play them with each other in the same room. You can't really sit there and talk to your friends. 
-hmm. like you could with a tabletop game. And it, it came down to, well, why can't we make a tabletop game that's as engaging as a video game and you still get to be around your friends? Okay. We, we started with a couple of different ideas and eventually made our way down to Too Many Turtles. It was the first three words that popped out of my mouth and we ended up putting a pin in it for about an hour until I started bugging Brendan with some, some jokes and he thought it was a good enough idea to sell. Oh, this is this is something I love talking on. This is Brendan, and part of their process, uh, Jordan and Chris, part of their process throughout this entire journey has been to come up with just the the jokes that make them laugh harder than they would like to, and then they'll come over to me in my sections, and they'll repeat the jokes to me, and they'll base their desire to use a joke in game or however like wherever they're planning on using it based on how upset I get the joke. It's been a fun game over the past eight months and that's been their process is they'll just bring over a list of turtle puns and see which one make me which ones make me snort, you know, <laughs> um, and just get unreasonably upset because it's been a consistent flow of bad jokes and turtle puns for the last eight months. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, hold on a second. So this has got to be hilarious. We're playing this game. What is it like? And I mean, developing it and just coming up with the game that makes you laugh, but also does something in the process that has, that, I mean, how did you incorporate all that together into this game though? Because I, I understand what you're talking about as a fact of how it kind of, kind of the idea came about, but the game itself, what did that take? Did that take some intellectual maneuvering? Yeah, absolutely. This, so this is Brendan. And uh, uh, a big part of this has been, uh, there's a couple different parts of this. The first one is obviously the game design itself, right? It's coming mm -hmm. up with the mechanics of the game. Right. Uh, and this goes back to kind of the initial uh, introduction of this idea. Because one of the first cards that Jordan came up with when he was pitching these turtle ideas to, to Chris, like he said, too many turtles. And Chris said, okay, well, I'll start thinking about some rules. You go over there and start thinking about turtle cards for us to make. Okay. And Jordan came back a few minutes later with abnormally speedy sit, right? We didn't have much idea about the game, but he said, and, and Chris said, all right, well, what does abnormally speedy sit do? And Jordan says, well, it moves a little farther than a normal turtle. It's just abnormally speedy. And mm -hmm. CJ just went to work. And within an afternoon, he had the entirety of the game mechanics, or at least the first version of that ironed out and ready to go. And from there, it became more of a uh, production plan. So the immediate first step when they came over to me, and I'm not afraid to admit this, when Jordan came over and said too many turtles, my first thought was people love turtles. We can make a whole bunch of money off this. We can partner with a nonprofit and people throw money at us, right? And throughout the process, as we've done the research on the turtles and the actual issues and gone out and met with Brad Nahill and our partners over at Sea Turtles, um, our opinion on this has changed, right? Like I saw an opportunity to start a company and to hopefully make a big donation, but ultimately I saw it as a sales opportunity. And as we kept going, it became more of a uh, humanitarian opportunity. It mm -hmm. became a chance for us to make a difference in the world and almost our responsibility as entrepreneurial innovators. Mm -hmm. um, so we reached out to artists. We reached out to our nonprofit. And we started designing the game on that end. The other thing we really did and probably getting back to kind of like this is fun for us that kind of idea is we went to we designed these little play test cards which were just little like it was just a little box with the appropriate information no artwork none of that just take hey, card name card effects mm -hmm. and we went to um it was office max and we printed out like 20 dollars worth of 
play testable cards and put them in card sleeves. And we sat there for an entire night and just played and played and played our game because it was so much fun to play. And we didn't know it would work prior to that. We just had a vague idea that, hey, this might be a game that functions. That was the first moment we got to sit down and say, hey, no, this game actually works. And on top of that, it's really fun to play. And that's where it all came from was it's just we designed this game because we're gamers and because this is a lot of fun for us to play. Like, it's just a really enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. I like that. I really do like that. So it, it was a fun game. It was kind of started on a pun, but then it became something more. When did you know that you could be the people to save turtles? Like the advocates, the turtle advocates, I have to call you. It's kind of like cool. But when did you figure this out? Well, it really, it kind of started to sink in when, sorry, this is Jordan, by the way. It started uh-huh. to sink in when got in we decided to make a trip out to portland to meet with brad nahill again the president of sea turtle our our nonprofit partner mm-hmm. yeah real uh, quick question a real quick comment because we forgot to do this last time that's s-e-e turtles we yeah. never actually mentioned that last time so i'd imagine if anyone tried to look them up there might have been some confusion yeah so oh, okay. gotcha i gotcha, wanted to gotcha. clarify that mm-hmm. anyways we we went out to portland with a handful of designs in our pocket and really not much else we had grandiose ideas yeah grand ideas and we took it out to brad who has been working for years and years now along southern and central america to to help save sea turtles to really do make some concentrated efforts and make sure that the right programs are getting the right help down there and he's been working at this for a long time and when he saw our idea he was really really excited about it we only had maybe 20 or 30 pictures of cards on a a computer that we showed him. And we've come so far since then. It was just really, that was where it started to sink in was when we had somebody who had no real experience or no expectations from who we are as people, didn't know us personally. And he was over the moon about the idea. Mm. It was, it was cool to see. Yeah. That trip, this has been, that trip is really where it set in for sure. That was really where it kind of like set in that this is something we can do. And that we can actually, not just something we can produce, but it's something we can actually make a difference with. Wow, wow. So the game, in actuality, it, it impacts um, real-life turtles in the, in the populations. Um, it's easy to grasp. It, um, incredible artwork. I mean, what did you guys have to go through ultimately to get this completed? Because even though the idea was great, you got the whole principle of it, and now you have to compose or develop the game itself. I know you guys are gamers, but were you the uh, illustration? What was, what was that like? I mean, putting it and then seeing it in front of you. Well, as we, sorry, this is Jordan. As we came up with the ideas for the cards, my job was to basically come up with a name. And how many card ideas did you come up with? Oh, I've got, a list of over 400 right now oh my um, and the the method that i used to come up with those ideas was i would picture something funny in my head or something that i'd get a giggle out of and then i'd try and picture a turtle doing it if i could do it i would have to put think up a name for the turtle okay. and when i came up with the name for the turtle i would take it over to brendan and see what he thought if he got really upset and couldn't look at me didn't want to make eye contact then it was it 
but okay. if it was one of those that he looked at me and said no that's that's that one's bad this, okay. there were a lot of those. this is brendan just a quick note the reason i get so upset with their puns is because i'm not as good and i have never been as good at puns uh one of my favorite stories to tell is we have a uh we probably shouldn't be talking about this too awful much with being on Kickstarter, but we have a not safe for work rule set for our game. Okay. Uh, and for lack of a better term, it's for, it's a drinking game. Okay. Right. And when we came up with the concept of marketing and not safe for work version, which a lot of, a lot of popular games have done, they've released a not safe for work version of their game. Um, when we, when I came over, I was like, all right, I have this idea. We can make a not safe for work version. Let's call it drunk turtles. And Jordan looks at me and he's like, well, why not call it Tipsy Turtles? And I didn't talk to him for like four hours. I swear. I was so upset that I didn't come up with that. <laughs> Just so much so the reason I get so upset is because I'm not as good at the puns. Oh my it's always gosh. upset me. Well, it's okay. But from there, once I'd gotten my reaction from Brendan, I would move over to, to CJ and tell him what the card was and kind of my idea for it. He would tell me what it did, and he would contact an artist, mm. basically giving them my mental picture. That was, that was about the run of things. Is they would tell them what we had in mind and let them draw what they wanted to draw. And it was really fun to see some of the reactions that we got back, because these artists get to show a lot of their personality in their, in their pictures and their artwork, and they get to showcase how they perceive the card. And it's fun to see. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's really cool. I thought, you know, I think that making a game it, 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 to some people seems so simple and so easy. How complicated is it really? Uh, we've hit bumps along every single step of the way. There has not been a single, single, yeah. every single step. Yeah, go ahead, Brendan, please. Yeah. So um, a large part of what I've been focused on has been the sales and marketing. And like from the get go, um, I've been in charge of selling the product, whereas uh, Chris has been in charge of making the product. And I love Chris to death. The three of us will get into how we met here in a little bit, I'm sure. But we've <laughs> known each other for almost seven years. And I love Chris to death, but we butt heads like you would not believe. Yeah. Uh, we are two polar ends uh, of the spectrum, and Jordan is a perfect middle to bring us together. So one of the really cool advantages that we had early on is we had three members, which means we had three votes, mm -hmm. which means if an issue came up, and was causing us problems, we would vote on it. And one side or the other would convince the group, right? There'd usually be two opposing views and we discuss it until we either come to a compromise or have to take a vote. Okay. And if we have to take a vote, we stick with the vote and we move on. We make a decision and we move on. And that's been crucial because there have been problems that have arisen at every step in the road from the implementation and, and uh, creation of the idea through the production phase all the different prototypes we've made yeah the, all the, the different that marketing pushes the yeah um, and then I, I keep joking that i uh, am gonna make a twitter account for chris because he doesn't <laughs> like social media but okay. i told him i'm gonna make him a twitter that's that basically chris changed the rules which is a, an account for him to post all the times he changes the rules because he doesn't like something mm -hmm. and a majority of those times have been on a, as a result of myself I was raised in a very competitive household and we take advantage of loopholes in games. So when this game, when we started playing this game, naturally, I started gravitating towards these loopholes. Where does it and, say I can't do this? Yeah, exactly. Where does it say <laughs> I can't do this? And we realized that was a really valuable addition because what would happen is I would find some loophole. I would beat either Jordan or Chris 
down horribly badly in a game, they would say that's not very fun and they would change the rules or close that loophole. Uh, so in terms of the design process and a majority of the playtesting, I won't even say majority at this point, but a majority of the early playtesting involved me trying to find ways to ruin Chris's rules and Chris correcting <laughs> the rules to work. So we, oh yeah, gosh. I mean, we run into bugs every step we have, we run, but we've been able to make them fun and right. real learning experience because we've, we've found out how we all cooperate with one mm -hmm. another and mm -hmm. when we need to have everybody mm -hmm. here and when, when it's best to have certain members the right times for the right yeah. things. And this is, this is Brendan again, but it's really kind of crazy how it all fell into place because we started working probably 11 months ago at this point. Uh, we started working together at the machine shop and we'd all worked together separately. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd worked together, uh, CJ and or Chris and I had worked together in another shop setting. Jordan and I had worked together at a bar and the two of you had also worked together in the machine shop that we all ended up coming together to work at prior to the three of us coming there. Uh, and we all just kind of came together at the right time. The right combination of things happened to push us together to the point where we were all working together. Uh, and it just kind of took off from there. I, I think we had the right mixture of personalities, ambition, and skill. Um, I've always said that anyone, as long as they've got ambition, vision, and work ethic, can can do this, right? Those are the three things it takes. Uh, skill and talent can be learned. doesn't matter what you're trying to learn. Someone mm -hmm. out there's asked the question, and likely someone out there has made a tutorial. Right. Uh, our biggest, our biggest advantage is we just seek advice from people that have already been there, done that, and asked the question. Okay. Okay. How about packaging? I, you know, that's a big deal because people are visual, and you can have whatever you can. You can have foam inside that box, and people will buy it because of the packaging. What was that like? So for the packaging, we really, we've gone through a few iterations in terms of design work and we found something that we thought was really, really playful and just happy for us. It made us happy to look at it and we've, we've really, more than that, we've been focusing on making things sustainable. I, I'm in charge of production as a fan and when we got into studying the turtles, I wanted to, I decided I wanted to make this game as sustainably as possible. I wanted to mm. put as little plastic into the ocean as I possibly could yeah. when we were making this game. Gotcha. And I've been I've been doing a lot of research and I think we've found the right company that's that's yeah. going to be able to work with us and make it the way that we want to make it. And I'm really, really happy to get that opportunity. So there's something I from a sales point in terms of you, you mentioned something just a minute ago about uh like the box could be filmed with foam and as long as the packaging is on point, people will still buy it. And that brought up something really interesting that I love talking about. It's one of my favorite games, which mm -hmm. is Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Right? And it, it goes along okay. with their packaging, but more importantly, their brand. Like they have built a game that is so engaging and so commonplace among their market demographic that Cards Against Humanity actually released a, an expansion box on their website. Okay. And the, they, they titled the box exactly what it was. They said, and I'll, I'll keep it clean, but they said, this is a box full of poop. Right. If you buy this box, you will be getting a box full of poop. Right. And because of their customer base, their customer base was so in, invested in their product that they would rather risk buying a box of poop than not get the expansion. And they had tens of thousands of people purchase this expansion and they quite literally sent these customers boxes of poop. Oh, my God. And the customers were upset about it because it was this it became this thing that was bigger than them. And that's kind of 
that's the magic and that's the, <laughs> the real energy of the indie gaming community is you can create yeah. this fan base this so invested in what you're doing and the content that you're putting out that honestly we're invested in making sure there's good content inside the boxes but you're right at a certain point it almost doesn't matter what's in the box because mm -hmm. it's your mission it's your it, it's it's your game and and what your game stands for that that matters more yes definitely wow i did not know about that <laughs> i did not know about that they're my heroes i telling <laughs> that story because as a salesperson they are my heroes they're mine like, now and that story <laughs> Wow, wow. So, uh, how, why did you pick Valentine's Day? We want to show the turtles some love. Hi. Uh, <laughs> and this is Brendan, by the way. And by that, I just mean that we happened to, uh, on the day that we felt good about, hey, we've got enough stuff done that we can actually start thinking about launch, which I believe was also the day we got approved by Kickstarter. Yeah, uh, we decided to launch our 10 day countdown. We committed to, hey, we're launching in 10 days. And we looked at the calendar and said, oh, wow, that's Valentine's Day. So if you want to know the true story, that's how it happened. That's um, nice. But we kind of, we really are trying to show the turtles a little love. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So you're on Kickstarter. What was that like? I mean, did, did you decide before you began the, the, the development of the game that you were going to be on Kickstarter? Or was that just something that kind of popped up afterwards? You know, it hasn't always been just a necessarily, uh, this is Brendan, and it hasn't always necessarily been just a, a clear-cut path. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's some things that we're kind of holding for the second part of our campaign um, that we're not really trying to get into. But if you follow our campaign, there will be more information coming out about the, the whole uh, Kickstarter versus other platform situation and where we okay. might be going. Uh, but Kickstarter, by far and large, is three times larger than other than like the next largest crowdfunding platform in terms mm -hmm. of their market size, and in terms of games, they're sixty times larger than any other crowdfunding marketing platform. Gotcha. Right, so it's definitely our interest to be in front of the largest market segment that we can, and that's kind of what led our decision to go towards Kickstarter. Wow, wow. Well, guys, I want to congratulate you, you know, on on the game, on the purpose of the game and the mission behind it you know and also your footprint you know trying to keep that footprint low uh on the environment which is amazing a lot of people don't even think about that when they do something like this what uh, i mean you know when you think about everything what is your what is your total overall outcome that you're looking to achieve well we want to save the turtles that's really that was the goal going out and it's the goal going forward if we can set it up in a way that engages the people around us, we can do it for a really, really long time. We've been uh, working really hard to to get this idea rolling. And Brendan, you were saying something about social yeah. media achievements. Yeah. So we've got. I mean, the ultimate goal is to save some turtles. Uh, to backtrack a little bit in terms of the saving the turtles uh, mission, our, our nonprofit partner, Sea Turtles. Uh, one of the things that drew us to them, like in, in the first meeting, one of the reasons why we were so impressed with what they've done is they were able to quantify through their research that for every dollar they receive, they're able to save 10 sea turtles on their end, right? Yeah. And just the, the effective use of the money, the way that they kind of, they're, they're global and they've got offices all over the world, but they're putting the money in the right place that really drew us in. So our goal is to work with them. I believe in, in, I might have to be corrected on this, it was either 2018 or 2019. I'm leaning towards 2018. Sea turtles saved 1.8 million baby sea turtles, sea turtle mm. hatchlings in ah. Central and South America. 
so our goal is to beat that. Our goal is our goal is to make such a big impact that uh, we like it's undeniable. And ultimately, I think both of us would like to see our work result in at least one species of turtles being moved off of the endangered list. Like that's a big personal goal for us. Oh, wow. Uh, and you know, there's no telling how long that's going to take to achieve, which is why I'll kind of backtrack to something else. Uh, one of our big goals is this is not going to be a one-off campaign. Uh, if things go our way and we get the support that we really hope that we're going to get, then we will be releasing new expansions. We'll be releasing new decks and running new events and everything like that. And the goal is to turn this into a 10, 15, or 20-year project because okay. Species of Turtles and these large sweeping changes that we're trying to be a part of don't happen in two months over the course of a campaign. They don't happen in eight months over the course of designing a game. Mm -hmm. they happen they happen in decades or two decades of being out there working and there's a lot of better people than us that have been out there their whole lives dedicating themselves to uh, our mission to saving the turtles and we just want to be a platform to help them do the great work that they're doing and we would like to in some way help out with that mission and really make a, a difference on sea turtle populations wow well to me that is something that is amazing and you know we have so many different people that are trying so hard to, to save our environment, to bring an attention to the change that's coming up and our animals and losing our animals. You know what? And thank you so much for being a part of that. You know, turtles are beautiful. I, I mean, I have to give my turtle story, story sorry. The, um, yesterday, my daughter and I, we were driving and uh, this, I swore I saw a little turtle on the side trying to get up over the curb. Um, and I said, I, I saw a turtle. And because it was a, it's a road that's really not traveled as much, I, I put on my hazards and I backed up. And I found a turtle. Mm. And the little turtle was so scared. He ran so fast. My daughter was like, I could, I don't want, yeah, the turtle ran so fast. Turtles run fast. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Sometimes they can get moving and no one expects it until you see a turtle running at full speed. It's a yeah. little wild. It is. That little thing was gone. She finally found it. It went under my car, um, but there were no cars coming. Okay. And we saved a turtle. That's good. Yay. There you so, go. Uh, I guess. A real quick, interesting point I'd like to drop about the game mechanics. One of the really fun rules that we love, that we mm -hmm. included, is, is involving uh, who gets to start the, the game. Basically, mm -hmm. who gets to play first. Mm -hmm. And that, the, the person who plays first in our game is determined by the last person to have an interaction with a turtle in real life. Ooh. Now, if you want to be boring, you can flip a coin. But that's the rule as we designed it. It's the last person to have an interaction with a live turtle gets to start the game. So, just a I quick little tangent to your uh, turtle. Yeah, there you go. I start there a game. There you go. That's, gonna, <laughs> that's sure. so cool. So, people are going to yeah, go out and try to have a live interaction with a turtle just so they can start playing the game first. Yeah, right? <laughs> go, to the, go to the pet stores. You can say hi to a turtle just so you can play first. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is Absolutely. so cool. Well, there are many, many turtles where I live, and there are signs all over the place that says "Watch out for the turtles." So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely, you have to do that. And I, and I love the turtles, and I think this is a great game. And guys, yeah. thank you so much for doing this and bringing some love on Valentine's Day to the turtles. Where can people go see your campaign? Uh, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you look for too many turtles. Uh, really quickly, we actually posted up a list of achievements, which is basically goals that we've set for our campaign involving social media 
there's a couple of them that are really cool. One of them is saving turtles. Our first goal is to save 50,000 turtles. Wow. Uh, another one is uh, we would like to get 250 people to post a video of them going out or before and after photos of them going out into their community and just cleaning up some trash. Mm -hmm. Really simple things. If you go to our social media, you can find some information on that. If you go to www.treyamichigames.com, you can find out information about our campaign and we will be posting and circulating information about our Kickstarter launch uh, very shortly. Our Kickstarter, be in yeah. the bios of all yeah, our Kickstarter, our Kickstarter links are definitely in the bios on social media. So if you need to find us, go to too many turtles.com and keep an eye out. Cause we have some fun stuff coming out tomorrow and we're, we're hoping it hits pretty hard and a lot of people are hearing about us tomorrow. Well, definitely, definitely. And I will be posting it up on our links so that we can go ahead uh, and get you yeah. some, some, you know, because like I said, people love turtles. If you don't love a turtle, yeah, then there's something wrong with you. Literally something wrong with you if you don't love a turtle. <laughs> so, but guys, thank you again so much. Uh, thank you. And we will have all that information in the description box below the interview so that you guys can grab that paste that into your browser. If it is already highlighted, please just click on it. It'll take you straight to the page. I want to thank you guys Absolutely. so much for being on the show and for bringing... Yeah, thank you for having us on. Thank you for having us on. Oh, no problem. You guys go out and save a turtle today. And tomorrow, you will be able to be the first person playing the game. <laughs> oh, We're excited for it. We're excited to get this game into people's hands and more excited to get out and actually get some work done to save the turtles. Uh, hopefully it'll be a really exciting time. So. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Valentine's Day 2020 is when the game is coming out or has come out if you're listening to this after yep. the fact. Don't hesitate to go to Too Many Turtles. Am I right? Too Many Turtles? Is it Too Many it's, uh, You can find us on social media at Too Many Turtles. Uh, you, you can go. also find us on the web at Trey Games. That's T-R-E-I-A-M-I-C-I -I Games. TreyMichiGames.com. Awesome. And we're going to go ahead and make sure that we become a part of this by posting this up on our social media. Thank you guys again so much for being on the show. Hey, you know, guys, like I said, go out and save a turtle. And Absolutely. Definitely watch out for them. Thank you. We're going to be saving some turtles. So. Yay. All right. And guys, don't forget to dare to be different. I'll see you at the next episode. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. I did to be different. I did.